I'm Elizabeth. I'm Natalie. And this is Simplicity Beckons Podcast. Listen in as we pursue living intentionally by editing out the things that distract, inhibit, or diminish the very best things in this life. Because we believe in redeeming the beauty of every day and discovering the joy that can be found when you narrow your focus to what really matters. Join the conversation. Because Simplicity Beckons. Elizabeth, we're back. I'm so excited. We had this fun kind of, well, I guess it was fun for us, two-month break where we kind of just were able to sit down, work our heads through kind of what we see for the future of Simplicity Beckons and just kind of revamp the website and get some good um, momentum, I think. And I know there have been lots of updates during that time. And I'm just excited that we get to kind of touch base and start kind of getting in the habit of seeing each other and chatting over a cup of coffee. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. It definitely feels like it's time. Yeah. How, so how have you guys been? So our big news is that we are expecting baby number four. Woohoo! And I'm We're actually so excited. Yay. I'm actually 20 weeks as of today, um, which is just mind-blowing that we're already that far and we know that it's a little boy which is super exciting for us because that will kind of round us out and we'll have two boys and two girls so how fun how do your kids think about it are they nervous excited they're excited yeah I think they whereas with Scout they just didn't really have a concept for what was happening um this time they do. So now they're kind of like, well, what's taking so long? You know, like, why is it taking so long? And I'm like, oh, it's going to be a while longer. <laughs> like, just buckle up because it's not, it's going to feel like a long time to them. Um, but yeah, they're excited. They're pumped that it's a boy. They both wanted a boy because I think it just kind of seemed like, it just kind of seems right, you know, mm-hmm. like it was time to have another boy and um, kind of level out all the estrogen, you know. <laughs> give Cannon a little brother because, um, I think, I think that'll be really, really great for him. And, um, what's really funny about it is that, so my mom had two boys, two girls in the exact same order. I was thinking about the other day. I was like, Oh my goodness, you literally have like a mere repeat. Mm -hmm. That's really special. Yeah. It's very odd. And like you, I mean, I guess it's just coincidence. Like, I mean, there's no other way to, I don't think there's any like biological anything that would make that happen, but um, it's just, it's kind of cool to kind of see that, that just repeated. And um, so, yeah, we're super, super excited and things just kind of lined up and happened. And I think it's going to be great to just kind of, I don't know, like be in the baby stage, waist Mm -hmm. deep, chin deep, whatever for the next couple of years and then sort of transition out of that um, and not have it be one of those things where it's like we wait another four years and then have, right. Have another baby. And then you're, you're all of a sudden you're back into it. So um, it feels right to us and yeah, we're just, we're just super excited and it does go fast. It goes so fast. I can hardly believe that Gray's almost four months old. Like, as we're sitting here talking, I feel like it was just yesterday I was 20 weeks pregnant. <laughs> we were talking through how I was pregnant. And now I'm already like, she's four months old. And I feel like I just can't even remember life without her. Mm-hmm. You know, like only been four months, but so much happens. And like you said, you're just like 
in those newborn days so deep and like they feel so long and yet they just blink by like they so really fast. do they really really do yeah it's like before you know it you're like it's been a month and then it's been two months mm-hmm. and three months and then before you know it they're crawling and you yeah. know it's like that that cliche thing that everyone says that you know it goes fast but it is 100% true like it goes so fast and you're just like you blink and they're already in a new stage and um you know scout is now I mean, full entering toddler, mm, right? You know, so it's just like, it's fun to see her kind of transitioning into the next stage. There's not a lot of baby left with her. She's already like, you know, saying words and, you know, she's walking really well now. And um, I'm just hoping that by the time September rolls around, which is when we're due, that she, uh, she seems more like a two-year-old than a one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> And I think she totally. will. Yeah. So how has transitioning that second baby been for y'all? So the second baby, honestly, I was a little apprehensive because the first baby, in a way, you are like sweetly naive to everything and you just have no idea what you're getting into. But I feel like with the second one, you are like very hyper aware of what to expect. Mm-hmm. And it has been just like very refreshing. <laughs> like it's not at all what I had hyped it up to be in my mind. And it has just felt like so much easier. Mm-hmm. Like having two has not been really, like it has not been that overwhelming. There's definitely moments where it feels that way. But I think because in a way you have gone through it before, like mm-hmm. some of the nerves and uncertainty and how do I get this baby to stop crying like that's just not there because you kind of go like it's like riding a bike (laughs) you just like jump back on the bike and you know what to do and you can kind of anticipate the baby a little bit better than you can anticipate needs for your first baby just because you've been there done that so it's been nice and it's been nice having three years between her and Graham Mm -hmm. Um, walking through our two losses it was just so so hard but it's been neat to see how God has just had this story play out and how the timing has worked Mm -hmm. uh, as it really has just made it easier having three years between Graham and Gray. And I know for both you and I now, it's been interesting walking through this with a pandemic going on Mm. and seeing how different you know, my pregnancy and even just postpartum was with Graham versus now with Gray in 2021. And I don't know if just I'm in the phase of life, but I feel like there's a ton of babies like right now. Like there's just seems to be like all my friends are getting pregnant or having babies. And it's been neat to kind of be walking through it right now because I think I am like seeing ways that people have loved on me well and just really loved and served our family well. And now I'm just really ready to reciprocate it to my friends Mm. Um, because it is different. Like I feel like for those that haven't experienced pregnancy or postpartum during this pandemic time period, there's just a lot of things that have changed that maybe they don't realize has changed. Like, I don't know for you, like none of my doctor appointments, Justin couldn't go to those. Like that just was not an option because of the pandemic and we couldn't have visitors. Mm. So has Chase been able to go with you to any of them? So I think they would allow him in them, but they have just, I mean, you can tell like they're, they let him come to like the 20 week scan. So we actually had that um, on Thursday. So a couple days ago and, uh, 
they did let him come in for that. But I mean, they are still hyper, hyper COVID conscious. And like, you have to be wearing a mask. And when you come in, they ask you like the list of questions and they take your temperature and all that, which it's funny because where, where I live in Texas, I would say we are probably like ahead of the curve with like that we've dropped the mask mandate and we've, um, you know, there's like, like church, big, large church gatherings aren't really very taboo. Like people are just doing a lot of that kind of thing, but it's, it's interesting to kind of go into the medical mm-hmm. arena and all of a sudden you're like, okay, yeah, this is still a thing. Like, you know, they're still being very, very conscious of it, but yeah, I don't know what to expect for like by September, as far as like right. the hospital, like, I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, but I'm, I'm sure it will be different. Yeah. I was really I mean, it's just hard when you're pregnant during a pandemic because you just like you have to keep your hands open because it it has changed so much so quickly left and right. I remember when we found out almost a year ago, so it was May 17th, 2020 is when we found out we were pregnant and we were like sitting there talking and I was like, oh, I'll never have to deliver a baby during a pandemic. Like all of this is going to be over by the Mm. time January 2021 rolls around. And then it was still here and Thankfully, Justin could go with me to deliver the baby and be a part of that process. But then we weren't sure what it was going to look like afterwards. So we, meaning, I guess, like how we were going to handle other people seeing the baby, how people would treat us, because people are trying to be very sensitive, Mm -hmm. which we very much appreciate. Um, But it was neat to see how our community kind of rallied around us and they were able to still be sensitive to the fact that there was a pandemic and just trying to respect maybe where we're at Mm. and still love on us at the same time. Like we still had so many meals dropped off and I appreciated that. I think a big thing if you have a friend going through postpartum right now or pregnancy is just like having own it honest, open conversation. Like, and I just appreciated that my friends were just very honest with me and they would just text and just ask like, Hey, do you mind if I come in your house? Or do you just want me to leave this on the porch? Do you not want me to even make a meal? Do you just want me to give you a gift card? Like people just gave us so many options. So we never felt pressured or we never felt weird one way or the other. And I really think that the pandemic has helped with some of that, of just opening Mm -hmm. up the communication, you know? And then people also got really creative of like leaving things on the front porch for us or having like random Amazon deliveries of things from our registry because, you know, you weren't able to have the baby shower or just different things that I, I just didn't anticipate. And it was, we have felt so loved on and supported. And I had very bad postpartum with Graham the first time around. So I have been like hyper aware this time because it was about month three and four is when it kind of flared up for me with Graham and with COVID and kind of now being home, you know, I'm not working, like things are just looking very different. I've really appreciated the friends that have just like every week texted me and been like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, how are you honestly doing? How where, where are you at this week? Like, do you want to meet up at a park or are you okay? And just back to that, like open communication, like people are just like, being intentional about communicating. And I think that has made such a difference this time. 
I really love that perspective because I feel like it's so easy to pull all the negatives out of all this. Um, Cause let's just be honest. There are, there's a handful of them. Oh, there's, you know, yes, quite the, a few, the, the struggles and the things that have made life harder and like kind of destroyed our sense of normal and all of that. But I do really, I like the idea of like looking at like, well, what's the positive that's come out of that? It's made people feel more comfortable being upfront about like, what are your expectations? What are you comfortable with? Because I feel like postpartum, that window of time is touchy just anyway with certain people, like Mm. certain people want all the people in their house. Certain people want no one in their house. Certain people want privacy. Certain people want family, you know, certain people, it's just, I don't think there's any way to anticipate what a person's going to want or need. And I don't even think that people are able to do that themselves until they're in it. Cause they're just, they don't know how they're going to feel. So I think like, you know, just being able to be up front and say, Hey, are you comfortable with me coming in? Would you rather me, would you really just rather me just drop this off and ring the doorbell and run? Would that really make you all more comfortable? Take away that awkward, like come in the baby's sleeping, <laughs> you know, or whatever. I think that, um, I think that's a really good point. And I hadn't really thought of it like that, that I, I think we've all gotten a little more comfortable with being upfront because even now it's like, you know, I think, I feel like people are starting to get together more for, you know, like small groups. And I mean, they're starting to get out and do things more, but I do feel like we're more comfortable just being upfront and asking like, Hey, are are y'all to the point yet where you would be comfortable coming over for dinner or, you know, like, I think just communication is such a healthy thing and like over communicating is probably the, the air, the, the side to air on, you know? So I feel like that's a good thing that has come out of all of this. Yeah. And I know communication can be so tricky when you're hormonal, <laughs> but on the flip side, like it's so important when you're hormonal, like it's, it's just been so refreshing to have good friends that I can just truly and honestly be myself of, Hey, this is a really hard day. Can we meet up? Or, you know what? No, I'm doing really great today. Like, mm. thanks for checking in. I'm busy. Like, can't talk right now. Okay. Got to go by, you know, like there's just not the pressure of like, okay, now we have to talk for 30 minutes. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like the quick, like, Hey, just checking in. Okay, cool. Bye. Mm-hmm. How do you feel like since you are a pregnant friend going through it, how do you feel like people can love on you while being pregnant? Well, I think I've mentioned this before, but I have really, really rough first trimesters, Mm -hmm. um, insanely rough with morning sickness. And uh, it's just always been that way for me. And I, (laughs) if anyone out there is going through that morning sickness first trimester phase, like y'all, I'm so sorry, because I Mm -hmm. know how hard it is. And it's, it's just hard to like manage your emotions, because on one hand, you're so excited, and you're so thankful, and you wouldn't trade it for anything. But then on the other hand, you are straight up miserable, like all the time. Um, So I've known this since my first, I've known going into it that that I was going to be going through this, but it always sort of catches me off guard with how rough it is. Um, and just like, really like for me, like this is going to sound really silly, but I feel like I almost lose my identity a little bit in that mm, season because totally. I'm usually like a go-getter and I'm usually, I'm moderately on top of things and um, not a lot 
I don't get phased by a lot. Like it's just kind of my personality. But during that time, like I feel like I have a really hard time not just kind of sitting around and feeling mm. miserable. I'm not myself. I'm like backsliding on keeping on top of things. And now that I have, you know, three other kids that I'm having to be a mom to, it's just, it's a really challenging season. And I, I just had a lot of people that would just check in and see how I was feeling mm-hmm. and, you know, offer, like I had some people to like actually offer to come help clean the house, which, mm. you know, things like that, where it's like, I never took them up on it. I probably, <clears throat> I honestly should have, you know, if someone was willing to do that or people would just say, Hey, can I, do you need me to keep the kids for an afternoon so you can rest, you know, things like that. And I just, it's just nice when people are like checking in with you. Cause a lot of people by now know that that's one of my things. Like it's just, it's a hard season for me. And I just had a lot of people that I felt really cared for by, um, in that way. And I mean, honestly, I would go as far as to say, like, if you know someone that's really going through it with that, like offer to take a meal, you know, offer to babysit. Like, I think that could, you don't even know how that could meet a need. And like in the past, my mother-in-law has come and, you know, helped me clean the house because it's really important to me to like have the house be clean and be on top of things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just get to a point where you can't physically do it. I can't, I can't cook like I normally cook. So Chase had to, you know, kind of take over and he, he cooks a lot anyway, but you know, sometimes it was like, dude, I'm, I don't even have a plan. Like you're going to have to come up with it because yeah. I can't even think about food right now. It's you or a frozen pizza. Yeah. Yes. And I, honestly, I remember that. Yes. Just grace for that. Like to say like, it's okay if mm. we have frozen pizza, like mm-hmm. it's okay during this season, if we're not like eating as healthy as we'd maybe like to, you know, just being able to have grace for being in little, little pockets of survival mode. Um, and I know that there's different there's times in a pregnancy and early postpartum time where you just, you have to be able to accept that ideals are not going to, they're not going to fly right now. They're not even possible. So just like being able to scale back expectations and really look at what's most important, which is like people need to be fed, you know, laundry needs to be done, you know, like things don't have to be perfect. So I think just having people in my life that are able to remind me of that. And then just people that are checking in and saying like, Hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Is there anything you need? People that I honestly know that if I were to call on them and be like, Hey, (laughs) I'm struggling, you know, they would, they would come and help me. Yeah. That's so good. I remember with my pregnancy and I feel like I'm still feeling it with postpartum. It's challenging with COVID because typically no visitors can come with you. So that also means no children can come with you. So mm-hmm. all of my like ultrasounds and appointments I had, I would have to figure out childcare for Graham. And then now on the flip side, all of the baby appointments and shots, like Graham can't come with me when I take Gray to the doctor. So I still have to figure out childcare for Graham. So I know that's one thing that maybe people that haven't been pregnant or had a baby during COVID just might not, it's easy to forget. And that I know is one way to really love on someone is just offer like, Hey, whenever your next appointment is, can he just come over and play with us for an hour while you go to your appointment? That has been really helpful. Yeah. Cause just rules are so different and regulations are so different and things I think we took for granted, mm-hmm. like, you know, just load them all up and take them to the doctor's office. You know, mm-hmm. now it's like, I don't think that is so strict here. Um, but like, I've just noticed from friends 
like on Facebook and stuff that have recently had babies, like their older children meeting the baby is happening at home. So I yes. don't think they're allowing older siblings in the hospital, which that's a different, I mean, that's different for me, you know, like yeah. I'm pretty, pretty used to, and you kind of have that picture in your head of like, that's how this is going to happen. And, um, you know, just even just like little things, like you're spending that much more time not seeing your older children, you know, mm-hmm. just however many days you're in the hospital or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's different. And, um, it'll be interesting to see what the world looks like by September. Um, right. But I think we need to be ready to be flexible and not have any high expectations walking into it. Yeah. And I think being able to be honest with yourself, if there is maybe a part of pregnancy or postpartum that you were hoping would go a certain way and it's not, mm-hmm. and being honest that you can grieve that. Like, mm-hmm. it was sad and hard for me that I didn't get that picture moment where Graham got to go to the hospital and we had mm-hmm. the family picture of everyone together. And, and that was sad and hard, but I see now on the flip side, like, it's okay. Like we have those special moments here and mm-hmm. we're able to still do our own thing. And, you know, God had it play out that way for a reason, mm-hmm. but just being really like open with yourself of, mm. you know, like it's not going to be picture perfect and it's okay to feel like that's hard, but it's also okay to like grieve that for a moment and then kind of pull up your big girl panties and just move on, you know, like mm-hmm. find the positives. And I really think your mindset will help the overall experience of how you handle pregnancy and postpartum. I mean, I really think it all kind of boils down to that, like preparing ourselves mentally to be flexible and mm-hmm. to think positively and to pull the positives out of things that are hard or different. And, you know, I think that that's kind of the key to just making it easier on us it can be as hard on us as it, as it can, you know, like it's what I'm trying to say is your perspective, where your perspective sits, it can be as, you know, inconvenient, uncomfortable, different as you want it to be, or, you know, you can really pull things that are positive. Right. And that's whether you're pregnant, married, single, male, female, I feel like that applies to everyone going Mm -hmm. through this. Yeah. That's so good. Well, we are so excited for you guys. And it's just, I don't know. It's neat to see how God has been at work this past year. We've been doing this for a year now, um, which is crazy to think that we started Simplicity Beckons a year ago. But it's also, I don't know, it's just been like so encouraging and refreshing to see how God used the timing of this project. Mm. And we were able to kind of walk through all of the up and downs that has happened this past year and be able to do that together and also just draw in others and kind of get different perspectives and have different conversations and just kind of, you know, verbally process and work through everything that's going on. And it's been really neat. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs>